Welcome back. When Candace Warner took part in SAS Australia in 2020, the brutal show put her resilience to the test, along with her physical, mental and emotional strength. But the former Ironwoman has actually done this before. Two real-life events forced Candace to face up to who she was and what made her tick. A 2007 incident at an eastern Sydney pub known in the tabloids as the Toilet Tryst, and again in 2018, following the infamous ball-tampering scandal involving her hubby cricketer David Warner. Now, both incidents incidents causing immense pain and some humiliation that would follow her around for years. Now, in a brand new memoir, Running Strong, the mum of three provides a raw and honest look inside her darkest days and the moments that pushed her to keep turning up. And we welcome Candice Warner back to The Morning Show. Lovely to see you. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming in. Your time in SAS Australia was sort of this partial catalyst for going ahead and writing the memoir. Is that right? Oh, most definitely. So it was SAS Australia that allowed me to uh, feel comfortable about letting my walls down and, and being vulnerable without um, being weak. So yeah, absolutely. That was after that and just the, the positive reaction that the public had after that. It was sort of, it, it sparked a few interests in me thinking, yep, uh, now's the time to, to write a book and tell my side of the story. Yeah. yeah, The book promises to take us behind the headlines. So I just had to read those headlines out there. Yes. And I'm not comfortable doing that. And no, I'm that's sure you're, no, yep, and you're not comfortable. You have yep. to sit there and listen to me say all that yep. all over again. Mm -hmm. How does that sit with you? And also, in the book, you talk about, when we go back to the toiletries, mm -hmm. that you would dress in a hoodie, go down and wait for the papers yes. to hit at midnight to mm -hmm. see what they were writing about you. I find that... I found that fascinating. Yeah, well, at that time, um, the, the whole online um, media wasn't as big as it was now. Social media, like Instagram, all that kind of stuff wasn't around. So for me, it was getting into my car at midnight, knowing which news agents were, were getting the newspapers first, and then having to, to get it and then digest everything and deal with it before mum and dad woke up or before everyone else woke up and then going how is my day going to be am I going to be able to to leave the house today am I going to feel comfortable just um, taking the hat or sunglasses off but knowing what we know about you now I would have thought that you would have just turned the other cheek that is that what Candace now would do um, well I do that yes but at the same time if I'm with my mum and dad, if I'm with my family and friends, they, they're not as strong as maybe I was at that time and, and they take things and handle things a lot differently to me. So in saying that, things have changed a hell of a lot in 16 yeah. years and, and it's, it's easy for us to say now that we would do this or do that, but that back then, when you don't have a voice, when no one wants to hear what you have to say, it was very difficult. When you were sitting outside the car in the news agency in your hoodie, and mm -hmm. was there a particular headline or a particular paper you got where you thought, I can't, mum and dad can't deal with it, I don't want anyone to see this? It, oh, I think every every, every headline. I mean, oh. there, was, there was nothing positive at that time. Yeah. So any time there was something in the paper that was... It was the fact that I was being portrayed as someone that I knew that I wasn't. The, I was being portrayed as not the, the, the daughter that my parents knew that I was and then having to try to justify myself to, to everyone that I'm a good person. Let's fast forward a bit to the time that you met your now husband, David Ward. You, when you first met him, you thought he was a bit rude. <laughs> this yeah. is something fun from the book. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so the first time we met was after the city to surf. And like most people do, you wear your medal and your running gear and you go to, to the Beach Road Hotel. And, and, and a friend of ours said, oh, you should meet David. He's from your area. He's doing some great things. And it wasn't to 
to you know meet up for a date. It was literally you know meet someone else like-minded, and um, he just gave me donuts. He gave me absolutely nothing. But in his defence, he he had a girlfriend at the time, so he was probably thinking I'm not going to show someone else attention. But uh, yeah, I was think I just walked away from that first um, initial meet like meet up, and I just thought, oh, oh, he's not that nice. But then, but then things changed down the track, right? Yeah, I definitely didn't think he was going to be the father of my kids or I'd definitely get married to him. It was probably the furthest thing from my mind. Yeah. It amazes me, amazes me that people can find love in the Beach Road Hotel after the studio set. <laughs> it stinks of PO and oh, sweaty feet. But isn't it a fun night? It's a fun night. Yeah. Now, the way you described the fallout from the 2018 cricket ball tampering scandal is quite visceral. Can you describe to us your emotional state? at that time. How did you deal with all of that? Uh, it was incredibly emotional just seeing my husband, the man that I love so dearly, hurting so much that it was, that was hard. But because I had dealt with some, you know, scandal, if you want to call it, in the past, I knew what I had to do to help him. I knew the role that I had to play to help us as a family get through what was going to be the hardest 12 months, 18 months of his life. So uh, I had those tools. I knew, I just knew what mm. I had to say. I knew I had to step up and, and just be rock solid for him. Mm. So this is a story that takes us to, to now, age 38. Yes. So much has happened, Candice. What, what do you think is ahead for you? Because you have this great media career at the moment. You're kicking goals, you're writing books. Do you still sit back and, and the kids are still fairly little? Yes. So I feel really fortunate that I, that I am working in the media now doing what I love, talking about sport on, on Triple M or on the back page on a Tuesday night. Just yes, I did watch you last night. I, yeah. I, I love sport. Like it's, it's where my heart is mm. and I feel really comfortable. I grew up watching, going to the footy every weekend with my dad and my brothers. And so I think if I can continue down that path it's it's not a job it's it's a passion mm. of mine so if I can continue doing that and it sort of fits in with what my family's doing mm. and and touring with David and the kids and supporting him because he still is playing cricket he's still got a lot to give um, if it can fit into that and we can ha get the balance right then then I will you're tough huh you're tough. I would like I see, to think we, I am. We saw it crashing through the waves in the Iron Woman. Yeah. We saw it on SAS Australia. I get to see it in the gym some yes, mornings. Yep. Just how, how focused and how steely determined you are in everything you do. Uh, very. It's something that I think is built within me from when I was a, a really a young girl. I knew that I had that in me. I grew up with brothers. I always felt like I was one of the boys. Um, at times I think it can be to my detriment because I've wanted to, you know, always show that I'm tough and, and be brave. But like I said, it wasn't until I did SAS that I felt I could still be strong, but I can also be vulnerable at the same time. I'm and blaming Aunt Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> and you can read it all about uh, all of that in Candace's new book. The book is called Running Strong. Uh, and it is out now by Candace Warner. Thank you, Candace. Well done, Candace. Thanks, Thanks for having for me. In.